All right, listeners, welcome back to the show. This is Lagos Talks 91.3 FM. It's time for us to start that conversation and uh, have a talk about events that happen during the week. Remember, this is the political month, but outside that, so many other events happen this week. Uh, you know, the NHIA bill, the ban on Okada, and other activities around uh, Nigeria and Lagos in particular. I'll be introducing my guests over the next 30 seconds, and once I do, we'll get to know a bit about them, then we get into the conversation. Stay tuned, this is Lagos Talks at 1.3 FM, and the program is The Conversation with me, Olua Kayode. So, yes, uh, we have the pleasure of having uh, two very important personalities in the studio or with us uh, virtually and in the studio as we discuss events that happen during the week. You know, it's our responsibility to give you the best of people, uh, resource persons that can analyze and give us a different perspective of activities that have happened during the week. What are your talking points anyway? Do send us a tweet. Tweet at us at uh, Lagos Talks 913. Send us a tweet of the highlights, the activities that happened this week that you want us to touch on, that you want us to address. But of course, uh, we'll do our best to touch on them, give you a different perspective so that you understand your country better than you already do. You can also send in WhatsApp messages to us on 0809 Zero eight zero nine two three four five nine one three. That's uh, the conversation for today. All right. So welcome back to the program, and uh, I have uh, my two guests uh, with me here. One virtually on my left here. We have uh, Mr. Shino Loremika. He is a member of the Lagos State uh, Civil Society Partnership a think tank, a cluster of uh, CSOs who address different issues, developmental issues as it pertains to you and I. He's with me in the studio and I will say a very good morning to you, sir. Good morning. All right. Shino Lorimiko is my name. I live and I work in Lagos. Mm. I'm a foundation member of the Committee for the Defense of Women's Rights which was floated in 1989. Uh, the pioneer president was late Dr. Bekor Razumkuti. I'm also a member of the Zero Corruption Coalition, who was also promoted by retired General Shola Williams. And um, lately... I coordinate the campaign against impunity in Nigeria. Okay, thank you for that uh, great introduction of yourself. We're happy to have you here uh, with us in the studio. Joining you virtually all the way from Abuja, that's how far we go to bring you the best of analysis, is uh, engineer Emmanuel John, who is uh, with the Ochenuel Mobility and the founder of uh, Africa Sustainable 
Urban Mobility Course. Good morning, sir. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Um, I am as already introduced Engineer Emmanuel John, the, the sustainable transport and road safety expert based in Abuja, of course. And as you say, the CEO of Ochenwa Mobility, and we coordinate the Africa Sustainable Urban Mobility Course as well as the Open Streets Initiative in the city of Abuja. But of course, we are engaged in and out of Lagos on different levels of projects and programs. Mm. All right. Thank you for that. And we'll say welcome to the show. All right. So looking at this week, and uh, since I have you on, on uh, online and already conversing with you, Mr. Uh, Engineer John Emmanuel, looking at this week, what has been the highlight of activities for you this week? A wide range of activity has been a very eventful um, week yes. all through from Monday all through to yesterday and even till this morning. Different activities across the nation and then particularly in Lagos, the commercial capital of Nigeria. Mm. Um, among them and the most loud for me, of course, is the ban on Okada mm. because it touches specifically my area of expertise and uh, interest. Okay. So for me, that's the loudest of all uh, okay. for Lagos. And okay. then nationally, we have the issues of the NHIS, mm. uh, now National Health Insurance Authority, Authority Act. Act that was yeah. signed by the president. Mm -hmm. And of course, the financial secrecy index that came out within the week, mm. amongst several others, uh, 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 news mm. that broke the air throughout the week. Okay, all right. And uh, to you, sir, Mr. Loremiko, what has been the highlight of events for you this week? Um, interestingly, the security challenge and the concern of the federal governments to bring back the Abuja Cardinal Rail Services. Mm despite the fallout after the violence attack on the mm -hmm. rail line. Mm -hmm. uh, also of interest to me is the unending controversy surrounding the former EFCC chairman, Magu, <laughs> who was promoted AIG and the Minister for Police Affairs says irrespective of the promotion, he has been retired. Mm. And if he's needed for further action, he will be recalled to come and address, address the issue. Mm. So I'm wondering, with all the drama and the Justice Salame retired panel, what are we still waiting for? Mm. Nobody <laughs> has seen the panel report. It's also interesting to me that a very influential man died somewhere far away, Dubai. Dubai. And the president have to relocate to go and also solidarize with us. If we don't die in Nigeria, as if Dubai <laughs> does not have their own hold Dubai. Also interesting to me is the drama in the various political parties okay. shooting themselves, beating themselves. Mm preparing for primaries we are not sure who what is what after some people have obtained some forms costs millions of naira they are not interested to 
participate again, yet they are sitting in cabinet. Mm. I, I, I just feel that what sort of integrity lost are we running into? Mm. Um, it's also interesting to me to also find out that um, we are not sure whether ASU strike is about to end or is really going deep, but the issue is that um, on the news, we learned our um, alerts has finally been sent to the lecturers on strike. So we hear. So you'll be wondering why the pro- why do we wait for over fifty days with all the brags and all the whereas students are at home, it becomes double expenditure for parents. Mm. You feed them, you clothe them, you provide for them. When school is back, you still and uh, a lot of it. So it's yeah. it's inelastic. In fact, the, the the news, depending on where you stand, the the news never ends. Mm. Um, if you also want to, I also want to say this too. Um, recently, um, the problem of um, fuel scarcity. You mm. just want to ask what happened. It just comes up. It disappear. Uh, yes, night last night a colleague of mine was asking me what's the exchange rate of a uh, dollar to naira now. Six hundred one. Uh, said that's uh, in the parallel market. So when he said six hundred, I said yes. It may even shoot up if we are if we are not into production. Mm. The more we are far away to production, the more the exchange rate will be higher, mm. getting higher. And you also, I also. On my way to the studio today, uh, I know what the driver of my vehicle was saying about maintenance of his vehicle and how much he has spent, whereas the vehicle could not move. So, uh, parts keep coming into the country that are not reliable. Mm. Um, consumer rights consistently is being eroded. Nobody is speaking about it. Let me also say this too. I have this experience of... Um, purchasing some antibiotics okay uh i don't want to mention a brand but this brand used to cost less than 500 naira an antibiotic mm. um this week the price was 1700 300 percent increase 300 percent increase so when you are talking of the health bill i said okay maybe we are waking up mm. but the reality of it is that we have been ch- ch- changed for so long, so long. yeah Anyway, on the head bill, someone, a, a, I heard someone say that probably that might be a way to really fund the health sector. That is, if the money is eventually remitted. But before we come to that, you made mention of the, the, the debt of integrity and morality in our, in our system where some people will come out saying they want to contest and suddenly they come back and say no because they've been had to resign. They don't want to contest. Does it mean they never had confidence in themselves winning that? And again, another question is this. This whole mention of 100 million forms being bought, for two or three people to suddenly say they're no longer interested, were these forms really bought? That's the question some people are asking. Yeah, they bought the form. Um, People like us that we have labeled ourselves as busybody, we saw evidences that they bought the form. But did we see evidence that a payment of 100 million? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. In fact, in one of the busybody hacks, we found out that 
the receipts given to the applicant mm. was handwritten. And when I said, you mean it, they cannot do computer-generated receipts? It was handwritten. handwritten yeah. um, and some of them exhibited the forms. Mm. Yeah, it, sure. they, they came to the pages of newspaper, pop, social media to exhibit the form. Um, it's to fill the form and submit that they developed cold feet. Please. And you want to ask, I don't blame them. If you know the spoil of office, you know that uh, 100 million is a chicken change for a period when you are in public office in a nation like Nigeria. I don't want to digress, but I wish we could organize people to go to some other countries, maybe Finland, mm. maybe Sweden, and see how public officers handle issues. You will be ashamed. In, in 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 some of these Central European countries, yes, public officers still go to office in bicycles. They have designated parks for their bicycle, not limousine, not Lexus jeep. Mm. Even some of them, you board buses With them. without security, man. Mm. Our own, hmm. you can't near them. If you see the vehicles, you'll be wondering, are these state-of-the-heart cars also on the uh, the, the, the back, bad roads that we have nationwide? Mm. Uh, I was reading the concerns of um, some, a concern sent to um, Pastor Kumui on the need for him not to come to Abba. Honestly speaking, when I read it, I was I was in a dilemma. Mm. They were telling him this because of the security in the southeast. Pastor, please don't come. Rather pray that security should be he restored yeah. so that we don't unduly lose lives. Lose lives. And that when these lives are lost, there is a particular group or organization that they will label that they have inf- security has been compromised that you don't even know who Ooh. has the gun who has the uh, knife who is doing this and they just mention a particular i feel right. concerned i mean that, that shows where we are but let, let me come to you uh engineer john and looking at this hundred million um for any group of people to have the audacity to do a u-turn does it speak of the state of mind of the average Nigerian? And moreover, like I asked you the question earlier on, Mr. Aleremikon, it's one thing to receive the receipt of payment. But some have said this is just a charade to throw sand in the eyes of some others, that this money is not paid into the account. And we are in a country where, unfortunately, you can't demand for bank statements under the FOI that I want to see what really went on so to you mr uh engineer john what does this say about nigerians the fact that a group of people could just do a turnaround and the hundred million really is there any feedback you've had from that that you might like to share with us being somebody that has uh hands and tentacles in different places in nigeria okay thank you very much um one thing is very clear um, majority or a number of those who were um, 
uh, in the cabinet who are in the cabinet um, after the announcement of the president which shocked many of them that they should resign a number of them withdrew it is on it's not in the public discourse but some fillers believe that if you decide to stay um, to withdraw you're going to have your money refunded uh, that is some of the discussions we have had is not in the public discourse mm. as it were in, in papers to confirm whether that is true or not but also it goes to show that the intent of coming out to pay 100 million is not about the willingness to contest it's not about a decision to contest mm. it is rather a, a, an opportunity to put yourself out there and perhaps uh, negotiate how to to be relevant perhaps in the next government or something like that. Outside that, I do not see any reason why somebody will come out, spend 100 million only to say, resign from your position and then you say you are no longer doing. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's my thinking. All right. Um, maybe so you should consider that, that maybe there is a spiritual revelation to them that back out, don't, don't go anymore. <laughs> I'm not sure that will be the case. The fact is that 100 million is a droplet in the hands of majority of those who are buying this form. Otherwise, why would you use 100 million to buy a form? That money is enough for somebody else to have a global business that he will never be poor for the rest of his life. Exactly. So for somebody to come out and say that I'm using this to buy a form, even when you know you cannot win even the primaries tells you that the intent is not about contest it's about registering yourself it's hmm. about being out there it's about being known as one of those it's about negotiation wow but for how long are we, are we to go with this negotiation bid because it seems with every election year it gets worse but maybe that is uh uh, uh, something we can look at later on or probably during other conversations yeah. or other interactions but for now since I'm with you and you're an expert in sustainable transportation, yeah. the first yeah. question to you is this. The idea of having Okada in a city like Lagos, is it befitting? Yes. Are you with us? Angel John, yes. I ask that the idea of having Okada as a source of transportation in Lagos, is it befitting in any way? Okay, thank you. Um, first of all, um, Okada as a business and as a means of commercial transport um, is not is never a sustainable way. Neither is it um, befitting hmm. of a developed city. It is not worth it in in the real sense of transport. Okay. But then, how did we get to having Okada as a means of transport? How did we get there? We got here because, first of all, is the fact that our transport system has failed to develop at the pace of sustainability. Mm. We have failed to develop transport efficiently over the years. And that created a very big gap that is leading to the informality among which is the, is, is, is the Okada issue. The fact remains that when you don't give people what they need, they will develop what fits them. Okay. That's what brought, that's what brought Okada. 
Um, just this last Monday, we have a national committee working on a document. And we, an issue came up with regards to this Okada. And somebody was emphasizing the fact that it is because of poverty. People just want to make money. That's why I say that is not the reason. The reason is because there's a transport gap. It's like you now going from here to Netherlands or to Paris in France and then say, because you are poor, you want to start Okada. Number one, you won't get customer. Mm. Nobody will climb because there are credible, better, safer alternatives. Okay. And then the system has a very robust regulatory system that won't permit you to even do it. So this is where our problem is. Okada came because there was huge gap in transport development. And its coming is now aggravated by the need to make money. When there is a transport demand, of course, a supply will come. And mm. that supply comes in, in forms of business. So to the Okada rider, is doing a business. To those who own the motorcycles, is business to them. To the passenger who is looking for how to get from point A to point B, is an opportunity to, to, to continue to do your movement. And then to government, is headache. What do so the problem is beyond how we simply see, see it. It is not about the Okadama, even the different crises around the Okada, talking about insecurity, talking about yes. recklessness, talking about accident involving them. Mm -hmm. It is beyond the uh, what do we call it is beyond the Okada himself. It is not the Okada man's problem. It is that oh, really? we have created an endemic system that needs to be dealt with. Mm. And that's why the ban, for me, is no solution. Lagos okay. State Government has banned Okada about six times from 2006. Mm. And I have all of the records and what happened in each case. Yeah. And the ban will last for maybe two or three months. And then we're back to square one. And then the next government think of what else to do and ban again. And it's not working. And it's not going to work because you can't um, ask me not to eat food mm -hmm. that is smelling in my house when you have not provided me an alternative. Before you say, don't do this, you must have provided what six meet the needs of the people. Okay. Then you can ban and it works. That's why what they have done now, yes, it may serve a purpose for a period of time. So what is the and way And then the security agencies will be overwhelmed and they will yes. give up exactly. and relax. And what you are saying is not far-fetched because last year there was a ban on Okada's plying the highways. And for about mm -hmm. a week or so, security agents were everywhere implementing yes. this law until suddenly yes. it felt like the law had been lifted. But there was no <laughs> open declaration to that. So what is the way out? What's the solution to this? The way out is a systemic strategy properly developed by a combination of all stakeholders and citizens hmm. that have a general buy-in of all residents. Once you have a document that says between now and in five years' time, we are facing out Okada. Hmm. And you said between now and the next one year, public transport will move from carrying 15 people in a, in a year okay. to carrying 30 people. And you said to provide the last mile, which is one of the greatest needs mm -hmm. leading to the Okada menace, yeah. is the fact that you need to provide cycling and make walking safe. 
so that you have a last mile connectivity that enables people from the public transport terminal mm. to ride bicycle or to walk from there to the nearest destination to their houses. Once you have a strategy, five years, ten years, yeah. and you define the timelines, mm. and you are reaching the timelines, everybody know at this point Okada should go. Not just an announcement that puts security agencies on their feet. So it means that there has that, to be concurrent activities that are leading to the eventual... Exactly you know. the point I'm making. Okay, but no, you made mention of last mile. Before, okay, you, you you add that what you want to say now to my next question. Before I go to Mr. Leremikon. You made mention of last okay. mile. Initially, yes. on one of the occasions, I think it was under Governor Amber Day, when Okadas were banned, uh, Korokways yes. were introduced because they felt that would be safer. You know, these small buses... So that's what we call them in Lagos. Yeah, you know, Abuja we are very elitist in their view. So leave us the people of Lagos State. You know, so the railways were introduced. Those are the small buses, but they are almost as reckless. Just that they are bigger. They're almost as reckless as the Okadas. When they ride on the streets, they there's the body is dented. I haven't seen any neat railway apart from the one that the governor of Sonwulu introduced last year, which was last mile, mm. which is actually on the island here. So, yeah. as in, what I'm saying in essence is that, what is the way out? What option do we have for last milers? Now, for last mile, mm. the same what you call the, they are using for last mile in Lagos, mm-hmm. that was like an intervention. Yes. Find out, in South Africa, in Johannesburg in particular, mm. Buses, many buses were being exchanged to high capacity buses. Now we are buying it and oh. call it an intervention. There's a gap. Okay. There's a problem. In Johannesburg, you donate your old bus, they will scrap it. And then a combination of two, three, four persons who can who donate their buses, government will give them a big bus. Mm. And then the buses will be scrapped. Because they want to take away those buses from the city. And those are the ones we are celebrating here now. These are the ones we are buying and we are calling an intervention. This is where I'm, I'm having uh, uh, this problem. Last mile, there is what is called the 15-minute city. Hmm. The 15-minute city means at every point in time, bus stop is around 15 minutes drive, I mean walk or ride bicycle ride from your house Mm. which means bus stops are plenty they are near the people yeah and so you don't have a need for any minibus but you don't have a need for a motorcycle i like us to be very uh particular and since look at our peculiar case in a station where some parts of lagos the the roads are very tiny if you're putting you can't get big buses to get on these roads or okay. what's the option there? Let me come to that. Are you aware that in many cities of Europe, they are closing down wide urban roads and turning them into narrow single lane streets? <laughs> okay. Opposite to what we currently do in Nigeria. Hmm. I've had the privilege of being in different parts of Europe uh, all the time. Hmm. And you will see this road is very wide this month. By the time you come next month, they have narrowed it, created bicycle lane, create walkway, mm. put trees, put seats beside the road. Why, why is that? Is it because narrow is the way? There is no opportunity to overtake. Very narrow street. 
I see. The reason is that is why their countries are safe. Their cities are safe. When you have a narrow street, speed naturally drops. And the buses you are talking about, there are buses that are articulated that can bend no matter the the, the sharpness of the bed. Mm. There are buses designed to, 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 to do such. You go to Cape Town in South Africa, you get such. You go to um, um, nearby um, Tanzania, Tanzania that came to Lagos to learn BRT, mm. have employed certain strategies that is working perfectly for them, including these um, 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 articulated buses okay. that can bend in different corners without having the challenge of uh, this place is too tight, it cannot pass. Yeah. So all we need is again sit down, redevelop our system, with cognitive experts, what we have is a situation where we just gather people and then we talk, 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 and we bring out documents. Many times that is how we do. But I trust the capacity of uh, Lamata. They are doing to the best of their ability mm. so well. I work with them. I had uh, several en- engagements with them, mm. and I'm looking forward to um, better strategy that mm. defines a direction, long-term direction, yeah. with every year goal. I was, just, I was just going to ask you that if we have people like you in Nigeria, if government officials work with you, but we've talked about Lamata. Let me come to the studio yes. with Mr. Loremikon. And we're looking at Okadas. And since yes. you're, you're Mr. Loremikon, you deal a lot with, uh, what's it called, corruption and uh, impunity in the system and the like. So I'm asking you, Mr. Shino Loremikon, that when you look at Nigeria or Lagos State, can a state say it doesn't want uh or cutters yet you're collecting taxes from them yet you have people harassing this these riders for money and even in a state like a, a lagos state where we have so many laws the lagos uh is it road traffic law 2012 and that about two laws there's another one for 2015 or so all this speak against Lamata. Is there is corruption playing any role in this? Thank you very much. Um, there is a school of thoughts mm. that uh, talks about the political economy of transportation. Okay. If you belong to that school of thought of political economy of transportation. Yes. You also want to do a critique. What was the origin of the label Okada? Hmm. Interestingly, there used to be a private airline called Okada, Okada Air. Yes. Due to poor management vision and mission the Okada airline that was everywhere mm-hmm. suddenly vanished so we are now naming the motorbike commercial motorbike after Okada mm. is like from the beginning we want the motorbike transportation system to also vanish <laughs> um this same in public safety, mm. you don't only do enforcement. Okay. You also invest on 
public education, public enlightenment, mm. and public awareness. That I give to Governor Fashola. Mm. You remember we have the Lagos State Drivers Institute. Yes. Um, Fashola created that and tried to spread it around Lagos. My life's uh, engagement suggests they have five zonal offices along the um, Lagos zones. Thank you very much. Uh, I also know as a matter of fact, because I was involved, mm-hmm. that Fashola was not only making laws, he also took traffic advocacy to schools, particularly primary and secondary school. Okay. And I said I am involved at that time. I also know that there was an exchange program between students and the London School of Transportation to let people know how it is done in other land. Engineer mentioned South Africa. Mm. I don't even need, need to go to far South Africa. Mm. Let's go to Ghana. Let's go to Senegal. Mm. In Senegal, there is a partnership between Tata Motors and the public sector of um, transportation mm. where high capacity buses are being delivered. What I know we do in Lagos is to import these high capacity buses. I don't know the arrangement about maintainers, but mm. as a matter of fact, um, our beautiful landmark flagship uh, BRT mm-hmm. is gradually becoming something else. Very much so. In the last um, 60 days as busybody, mm-hmm. I've been observing that the air conditioners no longer function whether it is a deliberate policy or otherwise. And I think they should have explained consumers have the right to know mm. why the ACs are no more longer working. Mm. Last week, I took my busybody to barracks along Western Avenue mm. from Shaw Williams and rode to Ikorodu on BRT. Okay. The button to alert the driver you want I to alight is no yes. more working. So the driver is behaving like the old school Molwe <laughs> saying, no, Jota, Wabateo, shine your eye. And I said, what? Wow. Okay. Unfortunately for us, like engineer mentioned, mm. I just imagine if what late Alaji Latif Jakonde put on the projection yeah. of the metro line, assuming the metro line has taken off, I doubt if we will be where we are today. So mm. painful that the same fashola I mentioned earlier yes. was thinking of light rail. Mm. When Ambode came, for reason best known to him, it did it not continue. continue. So we are bound to be where we are now because even as a system, we encourage it. Yes, and I also want to add this. Why effort are there to have multi-links transport system? Yes. I wish you can also take your busy body outside BRT and go to the ferry. Yes. I have I never seen question now, any yes. scanning meta mm. at the ferry jetty. So it means we are at great risk. All we emphasize at the jetty is as if the only life safety jacket. measure is life jacket. We, and I've also had people saying... Can we put this life target uh, target um, jacket. life jacket to integrity tests to be sure 
that they are really reliable. Mm. It's so painful that despite the waterways advantages we have in Lagos, yeah. investment is low, um, safety and security is not high. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also want to mention that it has to do with there is this thing in public administration mm-hmm. that they call dead law. Okay. What we are doing from the era of Bola Tunumbu yeah. till date, consistent banning, is dead law. The demand and supply is the issue. The demand for Okada is consistently rising. But what if government says that, okay, the ban is not really about easing transportation. It's about solving security problems. Would that be wrong as well? I, 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 security is not one way. If you keep cooking delicious jollof rice mm. every day and you slaughter goats and you have chicken every weekend mm-hmm. and your neighbor has nothing to eat, I don't think you are secure. Mm. I think <laughs> we should make efforts and bring back industrialization. All the industrial sectors in Lagos that has been taken over by churches should mm. go back to industrial base. If you come to Ekorodu, there is an industrial estate, there is Moribon. If you go to Maturi, there is an industrial estate, there is Moribon. If you go to Ekeja industrial estate, for example, I know as a matter of fact, Dollop along Obakran has packed up mm. for years. Mm. There used to be Michelin in Portacop many years ago. Mm. There was a time in the history of this country car batteries were being produced here. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. was a time in the history of this ca- country that um, glasses of moto automobile were being produced. Mm. There was a time in the history of this country half of Ikeja industrial estate was Texas. Yeah. But you, you, you know, Mr. Loremikon, Loremikon, the, the beauty about talking of Nigeria's challenges and I hope engineer is with me here as well, is that yeah. we cannot address one aspect without linking it to other aspects. It's like everything is intertwined. So to solve one problem, you need to solve multiple. Um, we haven't even talked about the talked about the financial secrecy. We haven't spoken or addressed uh, some other events that have happened this week. We've, <laughs> we've anchored solely on Okada. We'll take a short break. When we come back, we'll look at. Uh, <sighs> Probably let's look at <laughs> <laughs> probably one of two things. Uh, we look at either the Dubai visit uh, because people are saying, "Oh, it's worth it," and we have people that are also saying, hey, "Why should we go to Dubai?" People are saying he went there for to solidify the the relationship, and uh, we'll listen to what uh, his uh, spokesperson um, Garbashew also says about the visit, and we can also as well talk a bit about the national health. Insurance Authority Act, what that means. But I doubt we can do all this in 12 minutes. This is Lagos Talks and 1.3 FM. The program is a conversation. We're taking a short break. I have in the studio Mr. Shino Luramiko, who prouds himself as the busybody, and I will honor him with that <laughs> later on. I will also have engineer Emmanuel John. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. All right, that song, Busy Buddy, is, uh, well, we dedicate it to Mr. Laura Mikon, who has been, like he says, an unofficial busybody for the people of Lagos, uh, trying to find out things that are happening everywhere in Lagos, giving reports on it. And uh, definitely, 
these are the kind of people we like to move with so we can get up-to-date analysis on what's happening in and around Lagos. Like we say on this program, you are not for government, you are not against government, you are just for the truth and for the right thing to be done in Nigeria. And we thank you for that, the works you're doing. Also, thank you. Thank you, Engineer John, for being with us all the way from Abuja. And uh, when I hear Abuja people join us, I pity them a lot because there's no life in Abuja. Lagos party <laughs> is actually the party. So relocate, bring your base back to Lagos, please. Let's, let's have you here. I'm afraid of your jungle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get back to the program. Well, we we have uh, so much to talk about, like we said, but uh, let's look at, um, let's talk about the president's visit to Dubai. And I think this is where we'll end this. Uh, probably continue some of this discussion next week, particularly the financial secrecy and the health insurance. Now, the president has visited Dubai, and it's for a simple reason, which um, the spokesperson, one of the spokespersons, Garbashi, who spoke about that such visit is good for Nigeria. And we've heard some other people say as well that he had to visit the, um, Dubai because before then, Nigeria was having challenges with uh, international relationship challenges with them. And, you know, the ban on, tra- on uh, what's it called, travel ban and all those other activities. What's your take on this, Mr. Loremikon? Um, see, my immediate reaction is that we pretend we don't know where we're coming from. Okay. Um, Dubai is not a new creation. Hmm. As we are, as we are talking about Dubai, yes, Malaysia, Singapore, Vietnam comes to my mind. Mm. These are countries in the sixties have nothing to showcase yes. to mankind, mm-hmm. but due to proper planning, good leadership, yes. patriotism, mm-hmm. they became they became a flagship that everybody wants to identify with. Mm. So it's not just about visitation. It's not about consoling when there is a death of a leader. Okay. It's to also sit down and say, another Nigeria is possible. This was our whole Nigeria in the 60s. Mm. It used to be a flagship that people came from India yes. to come and examine our ex-sector. People mm-hmm. came from Malaysia to come and examine our agricultural sector. Yes. Our Nigeria Airways in those days were regular. If you have a flight at 10 and you are at the airport at 5 minutes past 10, you have lost you your tickets. You mm. missed the flight. The, our Nigeria was so efficient. Our national shipping line was so reliable. Even in those days, you will all recall that when Chief Obafemaolowo brought the television to Ibadan. Yeah. Many European countries don't have yeah, television. Lots of that. I think we had even before France and the like. WNT. So, so yes. you, you want to ask? We've never been doing that. There was a time in the history of this country, the VIPs, the elites, mm. travel by rail mm. from Lagos to Ibadan to Portacourt to Kaduna. But it's bringing that, that, that time yeah, back. Yeah, I'm yeah. not saying they are not bringing it back. But well, where are we? Better. Where? What are the sort of train we are bringing? Mm. Another uh-huh. thing, like I st- 
mentioned, it depends on the sort of lens you are using. Okay. I feel so, so sad. Let yes. me say this. I feel so sad that the drivers driving the train today yes. are Chinese. They are not handing naira. They are handing dollar. It's a minus for us. The drivers of the, the train drivers of Chinese. the train. They are Chinese. It's a minus for us. And the scandal we had before the Kaduna attack was that the train was moving on track when the fuel ran oh, ho- no. dr- dried up. Mm. I cannot imagine that. That will never happen in South Korea. Let's pray that never happens uh, with jets A1 so, in the air. I, I also told uh, my wife this recently. Yeah. That have you been to the airport recently? That if you are going to the restroom, they cut tissue, tissue paper and put it on your palm. Oh, really? Yes. Is this still happened up till May, May, May this, this year? This mail two weeks ago when I went to Abuja, I as a busybody deliberately I said I want to hit myself. I said maybe this trend will have changed. They will give you um, plastic kettle yes to clean up if you urinate. I don't see that in Dubai. Wow. I don't see that in. Dubai. They give you what they call tap gun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is yeah, what they that's, use. That's what they use. We are yeah. using kettle. Uh, plastic plastic kettle for that. Maybe that's why Engineer John doesn't like traveling out of Abuja. Engineer John, what's the <laughs> <laughs> what's the visit to uh, to Dubai like to you? What does that mean? Yes, um, it's first of all a mixed feeling of pains on how Dubai came to be a center of attraction to a point that the Buhari has to visit there, and every big man wants to go to Dubai mm. today. In 1985, Nigeria had 17. Nigeria Airways had 17 um, airlines. I mean, uh, jet. I mean, uh, what do we call airlines. Uh, airplanes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aeroplane. Emirates had only three in 1985. Hmm. By 2018, um, Emirates have 256 airplanes, and uh, Nigeria was dead in 2004. Wow! Because leaders are building institutions and building systems that works. So. It is no surprise that Dubai Ubuhari is going there. Everybody needs to go there if you want to remain relevant, if you want to <laughs> come and enjoy tomorrow, you need mm. to commensurate with us. So the going is not about somebody's death, it's about relationship. Mm. Everybody today needs to buy as it is. Because we have failed to build a system, therefore we need to depend on those who are building their system to remain relevant. That is where how I look at it. So his going is not necessarily about the death. It's the fact that you recall uh, the Boko Haram issues when the um, the Dubai government announced the number of people they caught um, who are transferring money to Nigeria. Um, and they gave, according to the news, they gave the names of those. Those in their own country were prosecuted and we don't know where they are in Nigeria. Mm. So they have built a working system so it's normal that where things are working, people will always want to go there, including presidents, so that they can remain relevant. All right. So, um, in a nutshell, uh, president went uh, on a holiday. That's the consensus here. That it's not really about the. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really about uh, just uh, the relationship. But I think before I let you go, even as we wrap up, we'll end with the note from. Uh, the spokesperson, uh, one of the spokespersons for the president, uh, Alaji Garba Shehu, he tells us 
some of the things that have been done, how nine, uh, what's it called, uh, agreements have been signed, eight are on the way, and that's why it's important to go there. And like you both said, which ties into what you both said, that they need to make sure that they have the buying of the current leader of Dubai, or UAE rather, on their side so that we can have good relationship. Well, one of the agreements that was signed is to have access to Nigerian big men that are there. And we hope that uh, we can get their money back and most importantly, prosecute those guys who have been accused of terrorism. Well, this is where we ended this day. Uh, we can't go further. Thank you so much, uh, Mr. Shino. Thank you. Uh, Laura Mikon for joining us uh, right here in Lagos in the studio. Thank you very much. And our uh, engineer, Emmanuel John, thank you all the way from Abuja. Thank you so much. All right, uh, listeners, this is where we end the show today. Uh, I'm handing you over to Adeomi Oshidi. It signals, it's cerebral, it's a lot of conversation. Adeomi, how are you doing this morning? But must you always do this? <laughs> I need to hand over to you, my boss, you know, because I am fine. when I leave, I go sit down, I just listen into your deep conversation. Anyway, let me not take much of your time. Do have a great time, listeners, in the beautiful hands of Adewumi Oshiri. See you at 11.